you know, a lot of people are saying like, oh, now institutions will buy into Bitcoin and, and the ETFs, but um, it hasn't been that great for the ETFs like Fidelity, Bitwise, Vanek, um, Schwab, Valkyrie, even Kathy Woods, like ARK Invest. Right. And the uh, um, Grayscale, Grayscale, Bitcoin Trust, I guess, converted to an actual ETF, I think was the deal. Yeah. So the Valkyrie Bitcoin fund is down 36% in a week. And, really? Uh, Grayscale is down 9%. Fidelity is down 9 ARK Invest is down 11 so, so the like, funds are down because Bitcoin. So Bitcoin is down, but mm-hmm. it's not down that much. Right. Right. Uh, Bitcoin's down like a couple percentage points yeah. this week, um, two or three maybe. So that just shows you that if you're buying something that is pegged to a spot price, um, especially something like Bitcoin that is very volatile, I'm not sure I get it. Like I'm not sure I, why anybody would buy them. All right, welcome to the Angel Research Podcast. My name is Jason Freert, and I'm here with Alex Bolden. What's up? Managing editor of Insider Stakeout. Is that is that your title? Managing editor? Chief investment officer? Uh, yeah, I like managing editor. Managing, yeah, managing like editor. That's what, that's what I'm doing yeah. these days. So Cool. Um, well, welcome back to the show. I think we're going to talk about some crypto today right so it's january we just had was it last week was the final bitcoin etf approval Mm -hmm. um which was kind of a weird way that it happened so it it was anticipated right for a while Mm -hmm. okay and crypto's running up you know i don't know we it's in in about a year, it went from a low of sixteen thousand up to you know forty five thousand plus. Yeah. yeah, like forty. It was touching forty seven. And so, but, but prior to the announcement, the SEC, I guess they were hacked. Like what happened? Mm. Their Twitter, the Twitter oh, feed right. was yeah, hacked. I remember that? Yeah, and so they basically, uh, I don't know exactly how the the story about how they were hacked, but they tweeted out that it was approved. approved. Yeah. And then they were like, "Never mind." They took it down. And they and they said they, <laughs> they said their Twitter account was hacked. Yeah, I wonder if it, it was actually hacked or if somebody on the inside just like I posted. That. Well, because basically they actually put the approval out. Yeah. Like what the next day or like two days later? I think so. Yeah. So they had it all. Maybe they had it all, um, queued up. Yeah. And someone, someone hit the button, and they were like, "Oh, never mind. We were hacked." Yeah. That's the ultimate um, way for people online to like backtrack and just be like, oh, I was hacked. Yeah. It, it was AI. It... <laughs> yeah, that's the new one. Oh, AI took over my Twitter account. <laughs> um, but it actually is appro- approved now. Mm-hmm. And so um, so w- w- what can you tell us about all that? Because I'm a crypto guy, but you know, I haven't really been following too much of the ETF situation. Yeah, I, I was – originally pretty excited about the the ETFs because they're going to follow the spot price of Bitcoin. Right. So, and they did have futures ETFs, I guess, already, but that's different between yeah. the actual spot price. Yep. 
I mean, I, I guess you could look at it like gold. You, you could have futures trading, but you could also have spot price of gold, which it's just the amount of volume and and the prices that people are paying for Bitcoin. You right. Know? Um, and I thought that the ETFs would kind of open up, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying like, oh, now institutions will buy into Bitcoin and, and the ETFs, but um, it hasn't been that great for the ETFs. Like, um, you had Fidelity. I think there were like 12 in total that were approved right. last week. Fidelity, Bitwise, Vanek, um, Schwab, Valkyrie, even Kathy Wood's like ARK Invest. Right. And um, the um, Grayscale, Grayscale, Bitcoin Trust, I guess, converted to an actual ETF, I think was the deal. Yeah. So in total there were on the day that it was approved there was 4.6 billion dollars in volume in trading volume just on the first day so that's pretty huge um but overall i say it's it's been a disaster for the actual funds i mean the valkyrie the valkyrie bitcoin fund is down 36% in a week and, really uh Grayscale is down nine percent. Fidelity is down nine. Ark Invest is down eleven percent. So, so it's the like, funds are down because Bitcoin. So Bitcoin is down, but mm-hmm. it's not down that much. Right. Right. Uh, Bitcoin's down like a couple percentage points yeah. this week. Um, two or three, maybe. Uh, so that just shows you that if you're buying something that is pegged to a spot price. Um, especially something like Bitcoin that is very volatile, I'm not sure I get it. Like, I'm not sure I, why anybody would buy them. Uh, why Why wouldn't you just buy Bitcoin? Yeah, I think, I guess it is, the only thing I can think of is that people are just so used to going into their brokerage account mm-hmm. and typing in a ticker symbol yeah. and hitting buy. And so when it's actual Bitcoin, it's like, wait, I have to uh, do another thing, Coinbase or something, right. or uh-huh. and then there's you know keys involved, and so it's I guess it's just a little bit more complicated, right? Uh-huh. But I agree with you. Like I own Bitcoin, like I actually own Bitcoin. I'm yeah. not buying an ETF, like I'm no. because because you're not a, a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I can see how someone, especially when crypt, like crypto first came out or since Bitcoin first came out, we had a lot of subscribers that were interested in it, especially right. when it ran up, you know, dramatically. It's in the news and all that. I was like, how can I do it? It's like, well, you got to, you got to um, open up a Coinbase account right. or, you know, there is definitely, you know, other exchanges. I mean, Coinbase is like the main one. I guess Gemini is, is still going. That's the uh, the Winklevoss um, twins exchange. Yeah, there's I've never a, used that one. Yeah, there's a couple other ones. But, but you know, you had to do that, and then the fees were kind of high because it was it was so new, and so you had to go through all these hoops. Whereas now, just like you might buy, I don't know, Microsoft through your you know Schwab account. Or even Robinhood yep. account, yep. you can now do that with, um, 
and and have exposure, I guess, right. to Bitcoin. That's the yeah. key word there, exposure. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good point. That's that's a fair point. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can you can download Robinhood and buy Bitcoin through or any crypto. Not any crypto, but you can buy crypto through Robinhood. I think Coinbase has the most, um, some of the most options. Um, but Coinbase itself um, has been in the news this week as well. Um, there's an SEC lawsuit against them. And apparently they're at risk of losing 30% of their revenues like just this week uh, from this lawsuit so, okay what's the lawsuit actually say um so let's see i took this from um my source um it's about the crypto tokens traded mm-hmm. on coinbase and how they would or would not qualify as security so i guess the sec oh. is saying that they should uh qualify as securities right and coinbase is arguing against that um the stock itself is down i wrote i wrote um i think it was last week or the week before that you should open up a short on coinbase Uh and it's down dude 22 percent. wow um i should have done that i should have taken my own advice on that they Um, um so basically that was always an ancillary way to play mm -hmm. crypto right is hey because I mean, even now, like I have a Coinbase account. When you, if you look at the fees that they charge, oh it's, it's insane. insane. It's insane compared to you know what now. When you have most brokerages, they're offering like free trading, and right. so. But I mean, if you buy um, you know several thousand dollars worth of uh, any crypto on there. You're going to be paying, unless you become like a premium member on mm-hmm. their like thing, you're going to be paying like a few hundred dollars in trading fees. Yeah, that's, that's bullshit. And, um, you know, it, it if you're buying, you know, and it, and it goes up because it's a percentage. So, you know, even if you're buying twenty, thirty thousand, dollars 30000 you know, it's, it's, it's hundreds of dollars worth of trading fees, yep. um, which kind of can eat into your profits. But so that was always a way to kind of play it is, is that's the one publicly traded crypto company um the other is i guess miners which you have messed around in the past i know you've had in the portfolio what's Mm -hmm. your take on miners would the would this etf thing have any impact on that on on the miners or is it more just i mean they're they're actually physically getting the bitcoin i i don't see it having an impact on the miners um but what I do see having an, an, an impact is the, the Bitcoin having that's coming up. Right. So I, I think that because uh, right now I don't know what the exact number of Bitcoins that a miner will get. Um, I think it's I, I, I'm not sure it's in the range of like four to seven. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But that gets halved right every right. time it gets halved. Um, so essentially they have to expend twice as much energy to get the same reward Mm. quote unquote back and so that sort of it continues to mess with the economics which is kind of i mean one of the things that's fascinating about bitcoin is that this was all put in in the beginning 
this whole happening process that goes through mm-hmm. to sort of, you know, adjust the economics as it goes. Mm-hmm. So if I'm used to, um, if it costs me, um, and it's just like gold mining, right? If it co- if Bitcoin's trading at, um, you know, $40,000 and it costs me $20,000 in energy and the hardware all to mine a Bitcoin, then I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. But if suddenly that's cut in half, then it just drastically changes the economics like overnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, it should adjust Bitcoin for inflation and it should also make Bitcoin more valuable in theory over right. time, uh, which is, you know, it's kind of cool that it's all baked in. But also people are arguing that the having or having is it the having? The having, the having. Um, <laughs> it's already baked into the price of Bitcoin right. at this point. So, um, I yeah, don't know what, what my take on that is. Yeah, but. there's a lot of there's a lot of things. I mean, this is the first time you have the idea of the ETFs sort mm-hmm. of coming into play, quote unquote, almost at the same time that a happening is taking place or having, um, which I think is still set for around April or May. Yeah, yeah that's um, what I'm hearing. So usually it run like. Usually a having, a having, you know, before there's a little bit of a runoff and it does tend to kick off like a bull market in the crypto market, specifically starting with Bitcoin. And then like mm-hmm. then the Ethereums and some of these other quote unquote shit coins, as I call them, like follow in. Um, Dogecoin? Yeah, Dogecoin. <laughs> I've never bought Do- Do- Dogecoin or Dogecoin or whatever the hell it's called. Um, but yeah. So there's and it's just a it, there's just a lot more exposure now and the prices the prices continue to rise and then you also have the potential for interest rates to come into play which seems mm. to be a driver for some of a lot of this stuff so um, you know that's something to consider as we as we head in it seemed like there was some thought that they might start cutting rates mm-hmm. soon yeah but. I mean, where, you know, what's your prediction for the rest of the year on that? Because it seems like by the day, it's becoming less and less likely that they're actually going to cut rates, at least in the first half of the year. Yeah, it it was people are saying that that they're going to cut rates like what? Three times. Yeah, they they claimed someone's actually said three times or is an estimate in, in 2024. But. The latest inflation numbers showed that last month um, inflation grew slightly. Um, It's kind of to be expected, though. And also people are talking about consumer spending. It was December. It's Christmas. Of course, consumer spending is going to go up. Like, that's not a big deal. So I think there's, you know, there's always stuff that you see in the market. Like, oh, the Dow dropped 100 points today on news that it's like, don't. That doesn't matter. Right. It, nothing goes in a straight line up no. or down. So um, it does feel like that because of the news cycle, the way it is, it's just like things are much more reactive. Oh, yeah. Um, it, yeah, and they're they're more reactive because people have the ability to be more reactive because they're all on their phones just buying and selling shit on, yeah. on their uh, apps on their Robinhood app, their their trading account, whatever. 
whenever they see something like that, it just spirals out of control or it spirals upward. Right. Um, like is probably what happened with, with Bitcoin. Um, well, when year. that when that SEC tweet went out, mm-hmm. supposedly hacked or erroneous, the, the price of Bitcoin spiked yeah. like tremendously. And then they said it, they took it down. They said they were hacked and then it like fell down and it fell down way below it was even trading at. Mm. So it was like someone was fucking with something and someone if they knew that was going to happen like could make a lot of fucking money mm. um so that's, that's a good point <laughs> that's that's something else to to maybe uh to maybe dig into and i guess the idea of because everybody was talking about hey what is it get, they're expecting oh the etfs are approved bitcoin's gonna go to a million like right but it also has gone up what like 200 300 percent in the past year, mm-hmm. sort of in anticipation. So it, 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 people were talking about, hey, is this kind of like a sell, sell, you know, buy the rumor, sell the news kind of situation? Yeah. And it kind of seems like it has. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, people were accumulating over the past year in anticipation of this. They're already up kind of big. Hey, you know, it's the new year. Let's take some profits off the table. And then maybe we'll get back in once once sort of the dust settles or or maybe yeah. after, you know, you see how the having plays out or something like that. Um, I personally am in for the long haul. I definitely yeah, think same. we're going to be I think we're going to be higher at the end of this year than, than we are right now. Um, perhaps tremendously higher if it goes in the pattern like we'll hit a new all time high this year, which could be like one hundred thousand dollars. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. But yeah, I just, you know, whatever I have in it, uh, that's sitting there like forever. Yeah. You know, I mean, if it does hit super high, maybe I'll sell half of it. But it's, that that's kind of like a emergency fund that is, it's speculative, obviously. Yeah, but, but I mean, you, you talked about this in one of your articles too. This is a, it's a play on the outrageous government sort of, just money printing right that no one that seemingly no one can get under control right the money printing the inflation um yeah i think i mean even just the privacy stuff right um yeah you know people wanting to to look at your transactions or saying that you you know can can only buy certain things or um yeah that 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 is a that's one way to look at it but bitcoin isn't as anonymous as people first thought right I think because you can trace you can trace it back everything's open on an open ledger so so if you know that this person did you know onboarded here you can follow you can follow it and i think the what people try to do is cuz you have to have a crypto wallet um in order to spend it. So if you're doing something illegal, like using Bitcoin to buy drugs or something, you would just uh, not link your real name to your wallet. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what people you would usually do. And that way, if somebody looked at it, they would be like, oh, it's John Smith. And mm-hmm. it's not your name. So, right. But I think, I think even then 
they can still trace it back to you. Yeah. Never, never assume that what you're doing is anonymous. That's a terrible <laughs> assumption to make. No. Yes. Absolutely. Speaking of drugs, <laughs> weed. Weed. What is up with weed? Is it actually going to be legalized? Is is uh, is, is it finally? Is this going to be like Biden's final act um, as president in his first term? At least, we'll see, man. We'll see. Where we are now, the state of it, it doesn't look like they are talking about legalizing it like completely. But what they want to do is is reschedule it from schedule one to schedule three. Um, So schedule. So I guess schedule one right now is like the super bad stuff, I guess. Yeah, it's, like the, it's stuff that is cocaine, I guess. Like, yeah, is I that like it's just all one. like the kind of like hard drugs that you yeah. associate with that heroin, right? Um, LSD, ecstasy. I think they're things that um, they say are highly addictive and don't have any like accepted medical use, right? So, but I mean, that's kind of. That's all up for debate, which is kind of why this is coming to the forefront. I mean, weed as a as a medicine, um, they're really they're trying to reschedule it because if it gets rescheduled, it gives it more opportunity to be studied um, for medicinal uses. And same with um, with other drugs, too, like psilocybin, magic, which is in magic mushrooms. Um, the what schedule are those? Those aren't scheduled. They're, they're schedule one, one as yeah, well. I think so. Okay, so it could be one where they like move them all over. I think I was looking at the schedule three list, and it was stuff kind of like uh, steroids hmm. and like testosterone. Like there was a lot of testosterone things on there. So I think it's kind of like stuff where. You know, in special cases, doctors are going to prescribe it. You know, uh, you know, people have right. a lot of people have been, you know, they get put on quote unquote steroids or a steroid yeah, yeah. To, for for many different medical reasons, at least for a short period of time. Um, whereas, you know, the other ones you kind of associate with. So it definitely makes sense in terms of moving it to that other mm-hmm. other end what's interesting though is that it's already legal quote unquote legal for recreational use in like a ton of states including yeah. maryland where we <laughs> where we are right now so you can literally just go buy weed right. recreation it without you don't sense. need a doctor prescription no. so like well you need what, a doctor's pres- prescription to get like the stronger stuff the strong stuff but, okay the good shit yeah <laughs> Um, so yeah, it doesn't, it it really is interesting how it's quote unquote schedule one illegal federally. Yeah. I can go right around the corner and you can go right around the corner (laughs) and you can just buy it. But that's, that's the thing. You could always do that anyway. If you're, if you're somebody who wants to buy weed, you're going to find out a way to buy weed. So they're yeah, just but now, yeah, but now it's a hundred percent legal. Like you always had to kind of worry like, Hey. Like I can get arrested for this, um, you know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I can. That's a good point. You know, you wouldn't. You know, 
like driving around or something. Right. You could, you definitely yeah. Get in and, trouble. Well, and what's interesting too is you compare it to say like alcohol, right? Which is a hundred percent legal, but there's restrictions on it. Obviously, like an age restriction and all that. And I mean, a lot of people would argue that that is much more dangerous for society and for for people as a whole mm-hmm. than marijuana. Um, yeah. So it's sort of this weird um, situation, but I guess we'll kind of see what happens. I mean, is there is there a a play or a type of thing that would potentially cause a seed change if it it becomes schedule three or whatever? Um, like, will there just be this massive sort of like bullishness on it or like will they yeah. will it just mean more opportunities for the for the companies that are already playing in there I, I think that's the way to look at it um and i've been trying to figure this out myself so i'm glad you asked that but i think that's the i think that's the way to look at it where it's just going to open up the opportunity for current companies to get more money do more research um people will be able to use so if it gets desched or if it gets rescheduled people will ideally be able to use their credit cards when they go to the right because the banking even in maryland i guess even in recreationally they're still kind of like a cash business right because they're scared of the banks because the banks are federally sort of regulated right um not being able to um, so I don't know if that's based on rescheduling, but I know that, that probably wouldn't bill. even matter either. So, and let's, let's clarify there's rescheduling, but then there's also descheduling, which, which is, is what basically, actually happen. which is basically nothing. It's like, uh, it's just, I don't know, tobacco, you know, I guess yeah. tobacco is not, is tobacco a scheduled, uh, I don't think it is. I don't think so. Yeah. So if it's descheduled, it's obviously better than rescheduling. But a lot of people think rescheduling is at least a step in the right direction. And yes. then it could eventually lead to descheduling, which would be just an all-out yeah. frenzy, makes, I guess. What, an all-out weed <laughs> weed party across the country. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it is just – is alcohol a, a scheduled drug? I don't think no, so, it's right? Not, it's not. No, that's nuts. So, um, you know, and that's the thing is once the money comes behind and people actually get all their ducks in a row and they realize how much money they can make on this, including the tax revenue, which is, uh, I think, Mm -hmm. the biggest argument for the states to to legalize it is they just want the tax revenue. Um, It's the same thing with online or gambling Mm -hmm. and online gambling. People are like, wait a minute, this state is getting all this money from our taxpayers just going across the state and gambling or buying whatever, like yeah, it's a we, lot of money. We would like that. Um, so that's interesting. So more, so you're more on the side of hey, maybe you have, um, you know, some sort of marijuana company and you're operating in 15 states, but if it's rescheduled, eh, that might open it or descheduled, that might open up the door for you to expand into all 50 states or you know or yeah. You know, just, more than you, you, you know, need to. Yeah, and just increase your revenue and, um, you know, that I think there would be like a, a another kind of like second, because we already had the the weed stock mania. I think there would definitely be a, a second one if this happened. 
but I don't think that it would really be justified. I mean, you have to look at the companies, um, see what they're selling, see what they're doing. Well, um, and it seems like too, it potentially, I don't, are any of these big, like quote unquote, big tobacco kind of companies or anything like getting into, it, it seems like mostly more younger, like focused companies that are in there. So if, if that happens, maybe some of the bigger players are like, cause there's always this idea that like, you know, um, Philip or it's not Philip Morris anymore. Uh, I think it is, isn't it? Is it still Philip Morris? Yeah. You know, these big tobacco players that have all this distribution capabilities with their cigarettes that they're just waiting for the shoe to drop and then boom, they're going to turn on the, the weed faucets mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, you'll be able to get weed cigarettes at Seven <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> um, well, there's Altria, right? Altria. Um, yeah, that's the old or that's the old Philip Morris, right? I thought Philip Morris was still a I okay. That, I thought it was separate, but I, I could be wrong. Yeah, no, I'm I'm confusing uh-huh. those big guys, but they're obviously they do more than, um, you know, tobacco cigarette stuff, but um, they're big uh, big players in in that game, and sort of the common notion is that they're going to expand out into to marijuana, but yeah, I guess we'll see. We will just have to wait and see. So. All right, but you're lean. It sounds like you're leaning more towards uh, the psilocybin mushroom and as like a bigger upside potential than marijuana at this point. I like that. I like that play. Um, I'm still holding some psilocybin companies in my um, personal portfolio. They've they've kind of had they've had some big runs where I've been like, you know. I should probably sell this, but I'm just like, I'm just holding on to them. Um, I do think that the upside there is is greater. Um, we also have um, the DEA. The, there was an article that came out, um, and the DEA said, we are committed to finding new and innovative ways to meet the needs of the research community. Um he says research is the bedrock of science, and we will. Uh, well, that sentence doesn't make any sense. Re- and anyway, <laughs> um, the the DEA wants people to wants to expedite studying psilocybin right. and other um, drugs like MDMA and um, ketamine mm-hmm. and weed as well. So I think that's a good move um showing that the like you know the feds the dea wants wants people to study it um yeah that seems like a precursor to you know ultimately you know having the conversation about because is it the who is it who is it that actually reschedules the drugs is it the dea Mm -hmm. the dea is in charge i'm pretty sure it's the dea Yeah. yeah so and which is, you know, a federal. So, you know, when people say, oh, Biden's going to legalize, you know, do all these stuff. Typically, what they're implying is that he's going to, quote unquote, instruct whoever is in charge of the DEA to, to do something. And they'll be like, OK, Uncle Joe, I guess we'll do this. <laughs> um, of course, you know, whether that's done 
prior to the election or mm. during this election year, it's interesting to quote unquote if that becomes a potential ele- you know voting issue. You know. Yeah, and so you know it could if he does do that before the election, it could kind of backfire with especially with like the evangelical vote and right. the super conservative vote. I mean, they're not going to vote for him anyway, but... Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if that comes up because you would, in theory, I don't know, he's already... He's already, he's the president now, so what's he going to say? Like, hey, if you reelect me, then yeah, I'll yeah. get you, you know, your weed or whatever. Yeah, and I'll forgive your student loans. And I'll forgive your... I'll forgive <laughs> even more, but he already did that. Yeah, yeah. he's got to have another uh, another carrot to dangle. I guess for to get reelected, I suppose. Um, so, all right. Well, that is uh, very interesting uh, takes. Is there any other th- any other hot topics we need to cover before we before we go out? I've been, um, you know, crypto seems to be the big one um, that is on everybody's radar right now. Um, yeah, I I think it just reminded me of um, possibly. So you know the whole debacle that uh, happened with Boeing. Um, uh, you mean with the plane, with the with the <laughs> the, the plane falling apart? Yeah. The door. So what happened? The door just came off in in mid flight. So yeah, what what I read was like some of the the order, some of the planes that they ordered, um, the smaller ones didn't need an exit door like on the side of the plane at at a certain part so instead of that they had like a little kind of like a window instead installed and i guess they didn't tighten it down hard enough or something so that wasn't even an egg that wasn't even an exit door i don't think no i think it was like a a port is what they were calling it like a okay like a um so the, the, on the other planes, there is a door there, but on this specific one, there was like okay. A door. So it was almost like a like a little filler piece that right. they put in there. Yeah, like, hey, yeah. this doesn't need to have that. Let's put something else with like a window, like a special window on it, and that's what and that's what blew blew open. Yeah, <laughs> in the middle of flight. Yeah. Um, Fuck that. <laughs> so I, I, I'm just. This is something that's been going on with Boeing, uh, obviously with the the seven. Was it the seven thirty seven Max? The that was the one that crashed? that crashed. Yeah. Yeah. And this was a Max plane a Max too. Well. Max nine, I guess they yeah, were calling the, it. The the updated version of that, I think. Why don't they just they they ought to just get rid of the they Max gotta stop. branding? Yeah. I would have I would have I would have yeah. gotten rid of that from the from the get go. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I remember. I think it was the last time I flew. I like this was, like right after those planes crashed. And I was like, this isn't the Max, is it? And they were like, no. Okay, good. It was a nice plane, though. Um, the the new ones are, are super nice. But um, that just kind of reminded me that with those, um, with those problems, and, you know, Boeing was, you know, an American stalwart, um, just everybody had confidence in them, right? And this stuff happens, you know, um, but it really does – they're kind of leaving the door open a little bit for other manufacturers. And I think we should be looking um, at Airbus and even other companies. I have 
uh, one in my portfolio, in my insider stakeout portfolio that has some insider buying. And I think this has raised it. Uh, it's up, I think this week it's up like five or six percent. Um, but it's a different type of flying company. It's um, it's those EV tolls. Okay. That, yeah. Those are, those are becoming, you're hearing a lot about those. Yeah. And um, I think it's either this year or next year they're actually going to be uh, flying out of Chicago. So, uh, and so, and and I, for some reason, when I picture those, I picture like, like just one or two like man things. Are these like are they bigger ones too, where you can carry like more passengers, or is it mostly kind of like? You, you know, you have a group of people that they're all, you know, they want to almost like rent it. It's, it's more like a taxi. It's more like a taxi. More like yeah. a taxi as opposed to like, you know, what they're doing with planes where they're. Where they're yeah. Um, it would be cool to see like, yeah, like if, if they're going to go for longer distances. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're electric powered. Ele- the electric motors. Yeah. They're electric motors. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of whether those, whether those batteries are. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's the the, the expense of that. They're heavy. Yeah, the batteries are heavy, but yeah, everything relies on batteries these days and and making them last longer. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah, I think and Boeing took a hit after that. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they yeah. did. Um, but there's a lot of money behind Boeing, and I mean, I I hope they figure it out because obviously that's like such a huge part of the economy. Um, that company is, has a lot of money in it and it, it would just be good for them to, and for everybody who's flying, you know, their yeah. peace of mind to, to yeah. figure it out. Well, and, and no one, no one died. No. Yeah. No one died. <laughs> no one died. <laughs> unlike the, unlike the, the first Mac situation where freaking planes yeah, just went down, like, you know, so. Um, but it does, it's one of those things. It's like, well, Jesus, like, you know, do you have quality control? And look, I understand, like, I couldn't fucking build a plane. Like, you know what I mean? This is really complicated shit. Um, but, um, you know, you do wonder, you know, what their, what their process is, is in terms of, of testing some of this stuff. And it's not like some of the things you can kind of just put out there and like, oh, like, you know, like cars get recalled all the time mm-hmm. for stuff. And, um, it, you know, planes, it's a, it's, it's a big thing that, you know. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's, it's just a basic, it's logic. You know, if, if you're reading something and there's an error in it, you're like, oh, well, I wonder where else, you know, what, what else is wrong with this piece right. that you're reading. And, right. you know, same with, it just makes you think, and that's not what you want to be doing. No, nope. you want to be, you know. Nope, absolutely. All right. Well, um, thanks again for uh, for joining us on the Angel Research Podcast. Anybody who's listening, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Particularly the comments. Let us know what you think. I think a lot of people have been letting us know, and sometimes they're pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're they're a little they're a little silly, but. Um, <laughs> But a lot of times like they're silly. they're pretty good, and um, it helps us um, figure out what people want to discuss on here, um, and uh, and we'll keep doing it. So thanks again, Alex. Yeah, thanks. See ya. See ya.